Hello Hackers, my name is Dominic Norton and I'm the podcast host of Hackathon Entertainment, the show where we bring you the story behind every hack. For those new to the show or hackathons in general, a hackathon is a collaborative 48-hour event where participants called hackers come together to solve the world's toughest problems. You'll be surprised, excited and amazed with the solutions people are developing all across the globe. If you listened to the show before, you'll be excited to know we're in for another great one. In this episode, I caught up with hackathon expert Supriya Rai, a laser scientist and non-technical co-founder of Switcheroo, a rising London-based startup. Supriya has been to over 50 hackathons and is a wealth of knowledge for both new and old hackers. I hope you enjoyed the episode. And I, I guess a good place to start is learning more mm-hmm. about you and your background. So how did you go from mm-hmm. being an enthusiast in tech? And you're not, and I just want to mm-hmm. clarify, uh, to, to get this right, you're not a developer, right? I was not a developer. You was not But a I developed tons of things. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, being in touch with, you know, a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, like you. Yeah. So you taught me a lot. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what I love about hackathons. Uh, so a bit about me. And so when I was in India, I pursued physics for my career. I wanted to become an astronaut since the age of two. Uh, but wow. then I guess, I guess I pivoted. <laughs> yeah, that's a big pivot. Uh, it was a big pivot. <laughs> yeah. uh, and there is a big reason behind it, because I didn't want to go to the second best college. And the first best college had only 18 seats oh, wow. for aeronautical engineering. Yeah. So I pivoted and I did a BSc BEd in physics and then an MSc in physics. And then I got to UCL as an honorary researcher and continued doing my research yeah. work in laser matter interaction, doing all sorts of simulation work. Yeah. So and that's what I did. And that's where one of my colleagues introduced me to hackathon. And that was a UCL physics postgraduate hackathon. And to be honest with you, it totally scared the shit out of me. Because all I thought about hackathon at that moment was, it's something illegal. Illegal? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, because of hacking and yeah, I get it. Hack into someone's bank bank account and, you know, get some money out of it. You thought it's like a movie where they're recruiting this top talent to hack into, I don't know, the government. (laughs) But, But honest to God, that was my whole thinking about hackathons. And I was like, you know, these are a bunch of nerds. Like, what what Thank happens you. in a hackathon? A bunch of <laughs> nerds get together, and all they do is something illicit, something illegal, something antisocial, <laughs> and then they get money, they drink, and they stash it out. <laughs> you know, they cash out all of that thing. But um, 
I don't know how they managed to persuade me to participate. All, all I could think a moment before when they were to take me to the hackathon was just vanish, yeah. <laughs> giving them all, you know, stupid excuses to not yeah. to join the hackathon. And once I entered the room, I realized uh, they gave us like 16 challenges and that's it. I never looked back. And winning that one, I guess, uh, was level one of my addiction. So wait, and I could have and guessed it because you're you're amazing. You won your the very first hackathon you went to. You won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We won the first prize, <laughs> and it was uh, what we built was uh, called DIY ability. So do-it-yourself ability for people who were disabled. We uh, created uh, Adreno. We used Adreno to uh, create something that would uh, enable them to tweet just by pressing a button. So it was for people who were disabled and there were like eight or nine sets of messages that they can tweet when they are, you know, when they needed help. So that was our DIY ability project that we did. And it was a wonderful team. I learned a lot. They learned from me. And, you know, in, in such a small amount of time, I had never built such a thing. And that sense of accomplishment was addictive. That <laughs> adrenaline rush that I got out of it yeah. was, you know, something. And that's still how many hackathons have you been to, roughly? Uh, I know, I, I can't <laughs> them. <laughs> I'm saying roughly, but I know you know exactly. specifically. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> 69 of them. 69. And they all have been amazing experiences, yeah. you know, meeting people uh, who who are, you know, incredible, who have so much to, you know, um, you have so much to learn from them. Uh, you, you see how, how they think, how they uh, solve problems, you know, because prior to this, I had a feeling like uh, I can't do this, but having it having it done in two days, it makes me feel that yes, I can at least give my best try. And you know, I learned that all you have to do is ask people, and you know, they're always ready to help. Yeah. And then next thing you know is that you are part of that community, you know, and. And that community is so valuable because uh, they they get uh, they back you in whatever you do. Yeah. The day or night, hackers help <laughs> each other. And in your own words, what is a hackathon? So we we spoke about your first mm-hmm. experience definitely, in a hackathon, definitely. but mm-hmm. maybe maybe we haven't been too clear about what exactly is a hackathon. We know it's not this illegal thing where you're hacking into the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We know it's not that. Yeah. So just to make it clear, it's nothing illegal. (laughs) It's it's a sprint like um, it's an event where or a competition where there are tons of sprint that we do to develop something unique, to prototype or execute an idea that we came up with, work from scratch to produce something really incredible in a very, uh, very small time. 
sometimes it's a day, sometimes it's a two hour hackathon, yeah. sometimes it's two days, sometimes it's over a week. Yeah. And sometimes you don't know the people you are building it with. So you meet incredible people just over there. And sometimes you have your own team. So I would say a hackathon is a mini sprint event where you create amazing things. I think that and is... And it can be technical and it can be, you know, purely non-technical. It can be an ideathon kind of thing. Yeah, and I'm, I'm getting more into interviewing diverse range of organizers. Mm-hmm. So I, even though it's hackathon entertainment and it started with hackathons and getting into mm-hmm. makeathons where it's more hardware or data phones where they're trying to manipulate data, but and, and yeah. idea phones where it's more just ideas. I was emailing mm-hmm. someone today and they're doing a design hack and it's more focused around design. But like you said, it's mm-hmm. bringing people together to collaborate, to execute yeah. an idea and it doesn't have Definitely. to be technical and mm-hmm. sometimes it might just be fun right like it doesn't have yeah. to be like turn into a startup or it doesn't even have to be yeah, a real definitely. world thing sometimes you might just be doing something just for fun and you know fellowship mm-hmm. and sharing ideas sharing skills so uh looking at my background i did a master's in entrepreneurship why I pivoted from physics has a lot to do with hackathons. Wow. So you see, the addiction that I got <laughs> for building things yeah. is making me feel that the research that I do, I'm going nowhere with it. Because the addiction of bringing something to life within two days was so satisfying that <laughs> yeah. producing four or five international papers meant nothing to me. <laughs> Yeah. Because I could see the real-time impact, Yeah. if you like. Yeah. So I pivoted. And what also made me pivot was the realization of my own potential. And hackathons have a lot to do with it. Yeah. And I would encourage anyone to just join one hackathon and see if it's for you. What has some of your best hackathon experience experiences being um this is a tricky one because i have a lot many yeah. of them to be honest so um i would say uh one of them is uh london tech week uh accelerate okay because it's um it's you know like europe's one of the biggest uh tech events and uh, a hackathon happens over there um i i was pretty skeptic when I joined the event because uh, I had a meeting. I had a business meeting for which I had to go out of London and then come back. That means like I'm wasting one of my days of hackathon. And I didn't know if my team would be willing to, you know, accept me as a member. And the team was doing something to do with blockchain. Sorry. (laughs) And I had at that point, all I knew was pretty basic what blockchain is, but I didn't have any idea because they ha- they were developing dApps yeah. and I didn't know anything about it. So I was like, uh, guys, uh, I'm so-and-so, I have done this and that, and um, would you mind if I join your team? They were like, sure. Um, and then they said, uh, would you do UX UI for us? I said, yes, I will, but I have a small condition 
that I have a meeting for which I need to go and I'll be back. And they said, where is your meeting? And then I, then I said, <laughs> they just, they were just looking at my face because they didn't believe that I would do any work. <laughs> uh, but I said, I, somehow I convinced them yeah. that, uh, while I'm, uh, you know, uh, on train, I'll, I'll do the required work. And I don't know, they did pretty well on believing me because I wouldn't have believed anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> in my shoes um so yeah uh we developed the prototype and i was like constantly i uh, developed it on adobe uh, so that uh, you know they can comment it in real time and uh there were a bunch of really lovely kids uh with whom i developed this whole solution and um next day uh sorry uh fast forward to the evening when i went back they were still there and like, you know, they were coding it out and I was, um, I came and I had some more ideas and then we ideated and they closed the venue and we couldn't find anywhere to go. So we went to Novotel <laughs> Hotel <laughs> yeah. and uh, we stayed over there and uh, we started working on the project. We worked whole night till morning and in the morning um, we did some more work around presentation of the whole idea yeah. and then we presented and next thing we know is we won the first prize. <laughs> and uh, in between, uh, before, uh, you know, we were, um, the prize prizes were announced, all we did was we wanted to enjoy. So, um, I mean, the team members like Zer, Kiran and um, Adnan, we all went out, we saw every stall, we enjoyed, uh, we made like, you know, a lot of Instagram videos, <laughs> which I didn't have a clue about because before that, my Instagram life was pretty basic and minimal. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks to them, you know, uh, they were so full of life and it kind of resonated, their energy kind of resonated with me. And I, I think that's one of the most important bit when you uh, go in a hackathon, you got to find a team, you know, that's on the same level as you. In terms or, of energy, which right? Which is very accepting. Yeah. In yeah. terms of energy, not, um, not in terms of skill level, because you wasn't there coding. Skill level yeah, wasn't because I wasn't thing. coding at that point yeah. because I didn't know what the whole technology was. Yeah. But they made me understand each and every bit. Yeah. So we came together. We learned, and they didn't know anything about Adobe. Yeah. So they didn't. I taught them something. They taught me something. Yeah. And at the end, we learned together, and we built something that we could proudly say that, you know, this is what we built yeah. over a weekend, and. Um, that became a company and he is still pursuing, I mean, one of our members, uh, the person who came up with this idea is still pursuing it. And he presented the company in Web Summit in Portugal. Oh, wow. In Lisbon. That's impressive. Yeah. And, and that yeah. happens sometimes, right? Out of hackathons. Mm -hmm. And we, we mm -hmm. like this, this podcast and the blog and we're trying to listen to people and people saying they want to continue projects and we're trying to figure out ways that people can continue projects and we can pr probably provide some support but there are mm -hmm. opportunities to take the projects forward and not everybody in the team wants to do that like me and you chances yeah. are we just want to contribute over the two days and we don't really want to yeah. like we we already have stuff yeah. going on where we don't really want to take those projects yeah. forward but we're all for people mm -hmm. taking it forward yeah. 
Yeah, and it's it's definitely possible. And I I mm-hmm. really agree with you about find a team where mm-hmm. the energy levels meet. And that's really it, right? It's just the yeah. chemistry. That's the only thing you need. The chemistry, it's not about skill. Yeah. It's not about gender, ethnicity, none of that. It's just about, is the chemistry it's right? none of that. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, over 69 hackathons prior to that, if you ask me, or maybe after one or two hackathons, I was pretty skeptic being, you know, the female in the house, if you like. So uh, I used to feel like probably, uh, you know, I'm not technical enough. But, you know, over years, I realized that I bring something different to the table. Probably sometimes I am the techie on the table. Sometimes I'm... The, just the female. I, I look at things from my own perspective. Yeah. Uh, it could be from the physics background, from the research background, from the user background, or it could be, you know, you bring a lot of things on the table that you, you can't define. Yeah. So sometimes, uh, you know, in the hackathons, they give you stickers, and I'm always <laughs> confused. Because <laughs> you bring multiple things on the table. Yeah. So I had to choose very carefully. Uh was lacking. So to to, to help people that thing. to help people that don't know, and and maybe this will open up a new question mm-hmm. to help people that don't know, yeah. like how it goes in a hackathon, like the process from signing mm-hmm. up to getting there the first day, and what even these mm-hmm. sticker things are about. Do you want to talk through? And, and yeah. I know every and we both know every hackathon is different, but typically, what's yeah, the what's the kind of process from you know, mm-hmm. from really signing up. From to, the first sign yeah. up. Yeah. <laughs> What's or the process? maybe even further. I'll take yeah. it even further. How do you know about uh, exactly. yeah. that is happening? Yeah. yeah. So how do you discover a hackathon? <laughs> yeah. So that's, uh, that's a great one. There are a couple of websites that are totally dedicated to it, like DevPost. Yeah. Uh, subscribe to it. And it'll give you regular posts about hackathons happening near to you. And then there is Be My App. Uh, they are lovely organizers of uh, wonderful hackathons. Uh, and I have been, I, I, I don't know, dozens, I've done dozens of hackathons with them. And they always point me to the correct hackathon. They personalize, uh, they, get, they provide you personalized emails. Um, because over time, they learn what you like and what you don't like. Yeah. Uh, so that's uh, one of the good things. And uh, once you go to three, four hackathons, uh, you'll know. And join the community of, you know, London yeah. uh, hack- hackers. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know what our community is called. I know we're in it. I know we, we write in it from time to time. I don't know what it's called. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, because, like, you know, it has all the hackers yeah. um, in it. So whenever there is a hackathon, they always make sure that, you know, they are posting out. Um, and you see a lot of familiar faces when you go for yeah. a hackathon. So, um, so f- finding, that. would yeah. you say find the, the, so you have dead posts, you have be my app. And mm-hmm. for us, we have our London hackathon community, mm-hmm. but every city or if it's not your city, yeah. And your Bristol region and and uh, there are some uh, you know Facebook communities yeah. as well. So find the one you know uh, 
all it takes is to Google them out, you know, yeah. just Google hackathons. Sometimes yeah. when I can't find a hackathon near me, go on Evenbrite and just type hackathons. Yeah. And it's a very good way of, you know, um, so why I go for hackathons is, uh, you know, it's my Saturday, Sunday thing. It's my weekend yeah. thing. Yeah. You know? Just like how people go to club. It's yeah. my kind of club, if you like. <laughs> It's my kind of yeah. uh, <laughs> adrenaline booster, yeah. if you like. And so, and so we signed up. Yeah. What's the next step? So yeah, you sign up, and you receive an email with instructions. So sometimes the instructions include uh, what are the resources available and what are the kind of you know what the schedule will look like on the day. And sometimes you don't know about the schedule because they keep the schedule pretty flexible yeah. but most of the times you get to know what 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 is the whole weekend gonna look like for you and uh, some of the hackathons what they do is they do if it's going to be a technical thing what they do is they do a pre-hackathon workshop where they bring a lot of experts and these experts teach you few very technical things and that brings everyone on to the same level. And on the hackathon day, what you should expect is basically, I would advise to go a bit early from the time that is given, because sometimes, uh, you know, uh, it can be crowded. Yeah. And if you want to get some goodies and, you know, yeah. <laughs> uh, if you are, you know, uh, I don't know, um, if you want to be the first one and make an impression, go first yeah um but also it's not and also people don't have to feel obliged to do that too if you want to do it it's awesome and if you don't want to do it it, it's it doesn't really matter right it's still great yeah yeah (laughs) because uh there have been hackathons where i have turned up like you know half a day late and they still welcomed me yeah so uh, it highly depends, like, you know, what your situation is. But uh, I, I prefer to go before time because that gives me, uh, you know, uh, some time to interact with people who are organizing it. And that's, uh, that's not for winning the hackathon. It's more around understanding their motivation behind, you know, organizing things and learning from them, like what they felt organizing it and like, what are the things that they did and, uh, you know, understanding them on a human level. And uh, I I think that's one of the good things that I have done in my entire hackathon career, if you like. And so, so we've, we've signed up, right? Is this, is this kind of show up before the hackathon the Friday or the Saturday? Because sometimes it's a free day event, right? It's the Friday evening for networking. Yeah. So some of the hackathons have like a pre-networking even on Friday uh, nights or Friday evenings. Uh, I would highly recommend going there because that's where, you know, uh, you can start a bit early with the team formation. And if you come Saturday morning, you're already, you know, lagging in a way. If you have to, I mean, like if there is something that you can't attend the Friday, I mean, come on saturday but um if if you can it's it's always good to know uh people a bit uh you know um you you can know people a bit better in a very informal uh environment 
people are drinking, they're talking about what they're passionate, it's always good to know and listen to them. And so that. And at the at the networking, it's not just we you spoke a little bit about team forming, but there's the mentors mm-hmm. are there and you know, at the Facebook hackathon yeah. we did, yeah. the Facebook employees are there. Um, judges are there that can be from all these kind of very impressive companies and very like distinguished people as judges and you're speaking to them every everyone's just having a nice drink some snacks and just just you know socializing and having just like like nice conversation and yeah and also uh i mean like then you go for even for a networking event uh, you're very conscious about you know uh who you are and who is the person next to you but at a hackathon everyone is at a very chill level so everyone yeah. is at a very um at, at the same level if you if you know what i mean yeah. you know everyone's wearing the same kind of you know t-shirt that which makes everyone appear equal and yeah. then uh when i talk to people i don't know about you but when i talk to people i just talk to them as xyz uh, not as uh, you know, CEO of some yeah. uh, some company. So you can you can relate to them a bit more. You can be freely talking about what you think about certain topic, or you know, if you want to learn, you can learn easily without having that kind of you know consciousness on your head. And especially on Friday night, nobody cares. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and so Saturday comes, and. Mm-hmm. In the morning, it usually starts with some kind of, uh, I don't know. Breakfast. Breakfast and like a welcome kind of thing, right? Introduce yeah. you to the to yeah, the yeah. mentors and kind of go over the schedule. And then the challenge itself. Uh, so it's, so it's, it's like Saturday is like the kickoff even uh, formally. So they introduce you what the challenge, uh, challenge is exactly, what are the prizes or bounties that they have. And then uh, sometimes they have sponsors, so they'll introduce the sponsors, the judges, and the mentors. Um, it's always good to be present over there. Otherwise, you'll have to, you know, um, always ask for all these informations. Sometimes they uh, give away the slides, which is very good practice, but not every hackathon follows the same, you know, procedure. So it's always good to be present there. And they also have Q&As, so you can ask questions at that stage and in some hackathons what happens is uh, they allow participants to pitch their ideas straight away so if you have any idea of what you want to do with the hackathon uh, they just ask you to come and present and if you have an idea it's always good to you know go and present yourself so it gives a good signal so coming into it do they do they how do they come in with an idea so um these challenges are actually uh you know uh, most of the times they are advertised if you like um wherever you signed in from and they advertised it there and when they advertise it some people can already think about what they want to make during the weekend so that's where the ideas come from. And sometimes, you know, when you had the talk on Friday over beer, that's where you get the ideas, talking to different people. I mean, uh, 
I don't think that I'm a brilliant idea maker, but yeah, I, when you talk to people, that's where the ideas come from. Sometimes they come from your personal experience. Sometimes they come from, you know, observing things. So uh, it can pretty much come from anywhere. There's yeah. no, you know, um, uh, linear progression uh, of where the idea would come from. Yeah, actually. and why would they pitch on the Saturday morning? What's the purpose of that? So it's uh, it's to bring in, uh, I guess, um, as far as I have spoken to organizers, what they want is to see what people feel about you know the challenges and what are their original ideas, and instead of uh, you know asking people to just form a team, it's always better or or assign random team members. It's always good to see what ideas they come up with and uh, let people decide for themselves which yeah. ideas do they like and which they feel more closer to, which uh, ideas uh, they are more having affinity towards. So they can, you know, always uh, feel, they can give their best to that idea, basically. Yeah, so organizers generally let participants come up with the ideas and mm-hmm. kind of find their own teams. So on the flip yeah. side, if you're not, if this is your first hackathon and you're kind of mm-hmm. hesitant about going there and speaking, that's okay. Um, mm-hmm. How do you join somebody's team? So you hear a good idea and you really like it. What's the next step mm-hmm. for you? Like, how do you approach them? So uh, it's always, uh, you know, you're provided with stickers that says who you are. And um, most of the times, you know, people who are pitching, they'll have a slide of theirs, uh, their idea. It'll be just like one slide uh, thing. Uh, and they'll always have their contact details. Uh, or they'll always say that, meet me afterwards if you have any question or if you want to join me. Yeah. So the best thing would be to grab that person and, you know, have a friendly chat. Just show your interest that you want to join his team and why. Yeah. And what you can give. And, and that, that's offer. that's a big thing too, right? So if I want to mm-hmm. join your team, I might turn around and say, yeah, I'm a developer and these are the languages I specialize mm-hmm. in, but I really want to, mm-hmm. I'm open to learning and I love your idea mm-hmm. because X, Y, Z. Or you might mm-hmm. say, oh, I'm a doctor and although mm-hmm. I don't have any te- quote-unquote technical skills, I've mm-hmm. been in the industry for 30 years and my perspective and my insight and my experience in the industry, I can really help the team. Oh, and I, I, mm-hmm. I'm interested in design and I would love to learn mm-hmm. UX, UI. And yeah. is, is that the right way? Or you can be just a very enthusiastic person. <laughs> like, yeah. let's say I know nothing, yeah. right? Um, so I, I'm, I'm like one of those dumb, stupid people, you know, uh, who know nothing. I can't do UXUI, I can't code, I know nothing about business. So I can be your dumb user. So I'll be like, hey, um, Mr. XYZ, I really love your idea. Um, Maybe I cannot contribute as a coder, as a UXUI designer, or as a industry expert, but I can be your dumb user. Yeah. If you can explain things to me, you can (laughs) explain it pretty much everyone yeah so i can be your dummy customer 
So there is place for everyone. That's what I want to yeah. say. Uh, in hackathons and uh, you have to sell yourself yeah and there's no shame around it and you go to 10 hackathons you'll become good at it <laughs> yeah as we both have seen ourselves and so yeah. so someone's pitched or you've pitched and yeah. i guess the next step is people start to go away and talk and start to form yeah. teams and mm-hmm. let's say you find a team Let's 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 mm-hmm. let's talk about two scenarios. Let's say you find a mm-hmm. team, and it's still before it's not lunchtime yet. How long mm-hmm. do you have to stay there? Do you have to stay there and keep working? Can you leave? What what are there rules? Are there no rules? I mean, um, in most of the hackathons, there is no rule on like uh, that you have to stay 24-7 over there. Yeah. If you want to leave in most of the hackathons, you can leave. I haven't been to the one where you can't leave. <laughs> or they, they, they can't jail you yeah. in that, you know, uh, premise. Uh, you can leave the premise whenever you want to. But uh, I guess it's always good to stick around until unless you have to leave. Uh, so sometimes it happens, you know, people have medical emergencies. That's, you know, that's a fair excuse. But apart from that, I, I think it's good to stick around yeah. with your team member. Immaterial of whether, uh, you know, you, you know that you're going to lose because other teams are doing amazing. Yeah. But still, uh, you know, it's, it's a good practice to even learn how to fail and understand why you fail. Yeah. And so the person stays. Do this is a hackathon that's overnight. Do they have to stay overnight? What is it like staying overnight? Why do oh, people stay overnight? That's a lovely one. <laughs> I, I love it. Um, I mean, uh, the overstay hackathon, overnight stay hackathons are the best ones because uh, you know you you get to see different behavior of people when you stay overnight <laughs> yeah. um you see the team dynamics over there like who cares about who <laughs> whether the team bonding is right or not yeah. so uh you, you sleep in shifts <laughs> and you know some people they just don't sleep like me <laughs> yeah and then there are team members who are like you know, you should sleep uh, because, you know, we have to pitch later yeah. and they just persuade other members to sleep. And, you know, you get to see like how they care about each other. And I, I don't know, it becomes more personal. Yeah. And um, then there are events where you're provided like sleep bags and, and you see everyone sleeping working at the same time and you know you're trying to get a bit of shade because you you can't sleep in light and then there are people who are working and and then you look at each other everyone's is you know just helping each other asking if they're okay if they need food drinks and it's, it's such a lovely atmosphere you know um you just need to be there in order to experience it but there is no hard and fast rule that you just need to be there. Some hackathons, they encourage people to be on premise uh, even during the night, which is good. Because you don't lose the momentum. Yeah. And even some people go home, right? Yeah, they do go home and they yeah. turn up next morning. Yeah. So um, 
even like in the hackathons that I did, I had a few members who were family people, if you like. Yeah. So they are very good developers, but they are family people. And I understand they need to go home, yeah. you know, be with their family. And next day morning, they come up. And when they come up, they have already have done their work throughout night. So they coordinate uh, throughout the night or over what they have done. And then um, we work together in the morning as a team, full team together. What if you didn't find a team? Okay. <laughs> so that scenario uh, feels like a bit grim situation, <laughs> but I have been there as well. Yeah, we've both been there. You know, sometimes there, yeah. you're just too good. <laughs> yeah that's one way to put it <laughs> yeah uh, that's how i put it for yeah. my mental piece <laughs> so you're just too good so um i think i think you have to find out a team i uh, which you like again it comes to the energy of people if it resonates with you if if it's not the right chemistry i think even if they take you in the team it's just not going to work out. So it's not worth it. You don't have to force yourself into a team. Yeah. If you see that a team is welcoming you, that's a good sign. Yeah. And if you see like people are just, you know, running away, just leave it. Yeah. Because there are tons of hackathons. You're just not going to die because this hackathon, <laughs> uh, you know, was not for you. Or you There's might, you might even, have you done any hackathons yourself? Like, have you gone there, didn't find a team, and come up with a solution that you was just like, yeah, I'm kind of interested in doing this, even though I'm by myself? Yeah, so um, there was there was a hackathon where I didn't find a team, or maybe I didn't, um, let me put it this way, I didn't like the idea that they were working on, and then I started my own, I started working on my own idea, and then, uh, you know, slowly people just uh, kept asking me, what are you up to? And and next thing I know is like, I'm form- forming my own team. <laughs> people are interested in what I'm doing. Yeah. <laughs> and then I formed my own team and we pitched and then we won. And so this is this is one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons I really like hackathons and I really like speaking to people like you, organizers, mentors, mm-hmm. group dynamics, really hard. And, and yeah. you have a startup and... Mm-hmm. For me, especially as a developer, technology is so easy. Managing people, yeah. working with it's people, people, people yeah. is hard. People are hard, it's and especially hard. when you go to the hackathons, right? You don't, and you you said I didn't like that idea, and sometimes you might join a team, and then you know you're speaking to them for a couple hours, and you don't make any progress, and you don't like the idea, or the team might go forward with an idea, and you don't like it you shouldn't feel obligated to stay in that team, right? Stay in that team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. Once you feel like you, you don't resonate with the team, with yeah. the idea, with the kind of path that it's, you know, following, I think it's the time to quit. It's yeah. like any other thing in your life, you know? If you are doing a job that you don't enjoy, just yeah. quit. And it's, there are tons it's, of other jobs. But, and and, job and bit, me and you... Know, you but me and you are in relatively unique positions. A lot of people are not accustomed to... Quitting is probably not the right word. You know? If, it, if it's your job, it's not as easy for people to just leave yeah, the job. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I took a very extreme example. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I guess, uh, you know, you have to understand feelings yeah. behind it. <laughs> yeah. 
you know, you always ought to do something that you love, that you can, you yes. know, totally, especially with hackathons, it's, it's all about the passion that you have. It's all about, you know, having, um, it's all around the feeling of building something awesome yeah. together. And so... don't forget that. <laughs> if you don't feel that you're yeah. making something awesome, it's not worth your time. Yeah. Why would you build a shit thing over a weekend when you can have like, you know, a booze with your family? Exactly. Go do well, you, there's a million of other things you could be doing. Why spend your time yeah. doing something that you're not passionate about? Mm-hmm. And that's the key. Yeah. And as soon as you're not passionate about it, whether it's the Friday or Saturday, leave, right? Mm-hmm. And there, there's yeah. a way to and do... And be open about it. Yeah, there's a way to do it where it's not disrespecting mm-hmm. the team especially if they relied on you for some work and maybe maybe we should talk a little bit about that and let's say there you said you're going to do the ux ui and you decide Mm -hmm. on the saturday actually i don't want to go on the sunday or you know what i have to take care of my mom and i'm not going to have time to do this how do you approach situations like that so you have always to, you know, if, if you are the person uh, who, who is in the situation that, um, you know, one of your team members doesn't turn up. So, A, you have to highlight it to the organizers that this and that has happened. Um, but that should be the step number two. The step number one is to, you know, try, try reach out that person, try to understand what has actually happened. And uh, that shouldn't be like, you know, too long conversation because mm. again you're running against time if you like yeah. so make a quick decision you know what you can do without that person because that person is not going to turn up just because you know you're upset about that so there's no time to be upset what can what hack can you do in order to you know um either ask for the work that he has done so always good practice to have, you know, a centralized database of whatever work everyone is working on. So that saves you from any kind of, you know, divorces during the weekend, <laughs> if you like. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I put it. Uh, so always have like a central database uh, where you have all the information regarding to the work that we are doing over the weekend and everyone has a free access to it. And... The other thing that you can do is just sympathize to the person for whatever reason he hasn't come and just move on from there. And next thing is to uh, tell the organizers that this and that has happened and maybe ask experts on their opinion because sometimes they can tell you what's the best thing to do. Say, for example, if it was the coder and he just decided to go away. So... I don't know if everyone else is coding, maybe you can just access the GitHub codes and you can highlight during the presentation that, you know, uh, such and such thing has happened. And unfortunately, our developer is not here to explain, but this is what we collectively understand yeah. that it works like this. So there are, there are ways and we understand as human what happens on a human level. And speaking about the presentation, so we spoke about Friday, mm-hmm. we spoke about Saturday and maybe mm-hmm. staying overnight. And Sunday mm-hmm. is generally the presentation day, right? What What's going on on Sunday? Yeah. So Sunday, you have your breakfast and everyone's rushing because like, you know, usually you have like uh, 
three, four hours to work, uh, and then it's your presentation. So I'm counting from nine. So you just like presentations are usually uh, like one o'clock. You have to submit your presentation by then. So you don't really have time. All you have, all you need to do is like nail down that presentation, practice, practice, practice. So usually what people do is like polish their presentation for one hour and then start practicing it. That's what happens on a Sunday. And and like you said, people are generally rushing and yeah. trying to submit the project. And so two yeah, two that's, uh, that's always have like one hour uh, whenever the deadline is always have like a one hour deadline before. And when you do that, you'll <laughs> see that you'll have actually half an hour extra because it always pushes that. Yeah, if you like, and you'll have that half an hour extra to fill out everything because everything is about presentation. Even if you do something really amazing and if you can't present it, if you can't articulate your ideas, then it's not worth it. Your whole work, all the work that you do goes to waste. And we've been so many times we've seen it. We've been to a lot of hackathons mm-hmm. where sometimes was technically the best project, the presentation wasn't mm-hmm. good, and they didn't win. Yeah. 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 And should, That's true. That's true. And one thing I generally try to um, kind of promote in, in my teams is if you're mm-hmm. not strong at presentation, take that as an opportunity to practice your presentation skills and build your confidence. Definitely. Would you also Definitely. recommend that for people? Yeah, I would, I would, I would say it's a playground. There's only so much at stake, you know. Yeah. So try to do things that are out of your comfort zone. I mean, uh, presenting a business model was so much of a out of my comfort zone. I did physics all my life. I was trying to, I was trying to become an aeronautical engineer, not an entrepreneur. <laughs> so it was so much out of my comfort zone. Um, Four or five years ago, if you said uh, business just near me, I would be not talking to you at all. <laughs> because I, I had this kind of notion, you know, yeah. uh, uh, which was very, I, I don't know, dated. <laughs> I just wanted to think about science. I didn't want to, I, I just hated people who did business or talked about business. Yeah. So, you know, hackathons have uh, brought me out of my comfort zone and i made me realize my potential if i can do it i'm 100 percent sure that everyone can do it and so what happens after the hackathon so we've presented i guess what mm-hmm. before the hackathon finishes and after the presentations mm-hmm. what's going on so uh you have presented and you know all the presentations have finished uh, now the judges move to the deliberation room where they discuss, like, you know, which were the good ones, which were the bad ones. And, you know, they discuss their scores and they uh, uh, they try to come up with a decision. It's always hard. Um, I have been organizers of few hackathons and I have been in the deliberation room, so I know it. Uh, it's really hard when you have, you know, 20 good ideas and you're, like, trying to give one best prize. Yeah. It's, it's insane. Um, so, and 
on the flip side, <laughs> when you are a participant, it's again, you know, you you're you're you have given the presentation, you have done your best. So all you can do is make the best out of that situation, which is talk to the teams where you know you saw that you, they have done amazing work. And even if they haven't done amazing, if you find something good about somebody else's project, go give a compliment to them. Go yeah. give them a thumbs up. Go give them a hug if they are feeling down. Yeah. You know, do the human thing. Do what it feels natural to you. You know, it's it's very personal thing. I would say. Uh, so I've uh, in one of the hackathons, I saw one of my um, I would say colleagues uh, who, who who like another team member who uh, who presented and felt they just froze down. Yeah. So. And, and she was crying because uh, she felt like she brought down the team, if you like. And I just went to her, gave her a hug and just told her, like, I'm so proud of her that at least she gave a try. And it's OK to, you know, uh, have that kind of frozen moment, if yeah. you like. It happens to best of best orators. Yeah. I have been there and I'm certainly sure, like, you know, uh, most of us have seen at least those moments so there's no shame associated to it so whatever feels natural to you go network go go talk to organizers go talk to mentors and is there opportunity use of that time is there opportunity to get a job in hackathons oh plenty especially when it's you know organized by some some big giant you know companies and sometimes small companies they also do this so you know hackathon is so uh has so many faces if you like sometimes they want good ideas out of hackathon that that's why they organize the hackathon sometimes they want talented people so that they can pick on those talents and recruit them and it's always good to uh, you know be open about what you want out of this hackathon and as I said, all it takes is to ask. Yeah. So I guess the biggest um, takeaway uh, that I got out of Hackathon is that whatever you want, you have to ask people. I come from India and, and you know, asking things straight away uh, <laughs> is, is kind of not in our culture. Yeah. So it was like too out of my um, comfort zone to be very straightforward about, you know, what I want. Um, but I found and, and I learned and I, then I practice it. And now I guess I have mastered it to the extent that I talk very straightforward. Yeah. And I, I want to thank you because mm -hmm. your insight has been amazing as always. Your experience, oh, is, thank you. <laughs> your experience is really good. Uh, mm -hmm. I don't participate in hackathons as much anymore. But mm -hmm. it's an amazing community and I feel like all your tips and your insights have really encapsulated mm -hmm. what hackathons are about and what really collaborative, these kind of collaborative events. And we, we say hackathons, right? But there's there's many different types of events like data phones yeah. and editor phones and idea phones and business case competitions. Thinkathons. Yeah, all these phones. Yeah, just, just the versions of hackathons, yes. if you like. Exactly. Developers, developers, developers. Developers, developers, developers.
Lottie, Lottie, we like to party. Developers, developers, developers.